0: we proclaim our love for him. Just proclaim it right now. Just proclaim Jesus. your breath come from heaven
1: I gotta tell you this, yesterday we went, I saw where my, <clears throat> I didn't go to LSU. You would think the way I would, but I didn't. I went to Northeast Louisiana. And I noticed they were playing App State yesterday in basketball, so I told Shirley, let's go see. I walked on that, I tried to walk on that team when I was a freshman. It's hard to walk on a college basketball team because <clears throat> it's all scholarships. I was a little smaller than most of the guys. And a little bit lighter skinned than most of the guys. So I just I didn't make it, but anyway. I saw one of the guys I haven't seen him since then. So we went to see him and they won. But anyway, that that's not the reason we went. I got up and um, I don't know, six, seven minutes to the game, and I ran into the director of the home center, that, that big facility. And he's from Louisiana. And he saw my LSU hat. And so we started talking together. And uh, and my thought was, this was a divine setup. This is a great place for revival. You can seat a lot of people in there. You could probably, I don't know, what, 10, 15,000? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know how big that place is. But that was my thought. Divine setups, divine connections. And if I hadn't worn my LSU hat, I would have never happened. So I'm glad that happened. But it was pretty cool. All right. This has been a crazy week. I've had so many thoughts going through my mind and uh, saying, Lord, this is an incredible time. How how can you get in just 20, 30, whatever minutes? I'm not going to preach too long. How long? How can you get all this in? Because God, how many of you know he's really speaking really loud right now? You know, I think Donald Trump, and I'm not pro or con or anything, but he is a prophetic symbol. There's a trumpet sounding today over our nation. And the church has a big part of that. We are to give voice to that clear sounding, we don't want to be some bong, you know, some confusing. We want to be a clear sounding trumpet to our nation. And uh, I want to be that the best I can and we do because God is speaking. And um, so I want to try my best just to release some things. I want to build your faith. This is good news. Say it's good news. But I'm old-fashioned. I believe you got to tell the bad news so you know you need the good news. It's just I was brought up that way. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. And some guys, they skip the first part. And um, that's up to them, but I can't do it. I know that there's man's problem. And if man doesn't know he has a problem, he'll never seek a solution. So there's man's problem, there's God's solution. Then there's man's response to that. And that's the way we ought to live. You know, tell people. Don't be afraid to tell them. Hey, you know, it could be the problem in your life is sin. You could be going the opposite way of God. But guess what? There's a solution. That's the good news. There's hope. There's hope only in Christ. How many of you know that? It's not going to be worked out. Men are not going to all of a sudden discover the answers to the world's greatest problems. It's not going to happen. It. um, We've got problems beyond man. I don't know if you've been listening, but even the world, the secular world right now, is scared of what's happening in the economy. And um, but we're not going to be caught up in that, in the fear. Say I'm not called to fear. I'm called to live by faith. The economy is going to be shaken. How do I know that? Because everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And the God of mammon in America is about to be shaken to the core. But those of us who know Jesus, you got to remember this. I'm going to drill this in if it's the last thing I do. We are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable. Our hope is in the unshakable kingdom and the unchanging person of Jesus Christ. Who was it? Stanley E. Stanley Jones. Somebody wrote a book by that title, but it just has grabbed my attention. You know, the unshakable kingdom and the unchangeable person. What do you mean? Jesus said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. And those that are rooted in that truth, when everything is shaken, everything is changing. You will stand firm. But it really is an incredible time right now. We need understanding. If we don't have understanding, if we don't know what God's word is saying, we are in a heap of trouble. The Bible says, My people are destroyed for a lack of what? Knowledge. So we better know. We better walk in the spirit, and we better have knowledge of God's word. Knowledge of his ways So that when all these things happen You won't be scared to death You remember when the um, When Jesus was walking on the water He told his disciples get in the boat So they get in the boat They're off doing his will And all of a sudden Jesus is walking And it's foggy And what do they think about this Remember They thought he was a ghost And, and so they weren't too certain And it said he would have passed them by I'm, They're probably glad they recognized him of course, they heard his voice. They recognized his voice. That speaks volumes right there. But uh, we better recognize him. Now, when I was a little kid growing up in the South, I believed in ghosts. I'm just telling you, when I was a real little kid, then I realized, wait a minute, the only ghost in here is the Holy Ghost. But you know, you and your kid, I thought one lived under my bed. and Because um, you just don't know. I mean, they told me all kinds of stories. They tell these ghost stories. It's like it reminded me, You may have heard this, Paul King, He told a story once about this little boy that he didn't want to go to sleep with the lights off. Every night he'd go to sleep with the lights on and then his mom would come in, you know, and turn them off when he's already asleep. Anybody like that now? No, nobody's like that, I hope, like that. But anyway, his mom said, okay, that's enough. We've got to turn the light off. You're going to sleep with the lights off. And because God's in this room, you don't have nothing to fear. So anyway, so she turns the lights off and closes the door and he gets under the covers like we did, you know what I'm talking about? And he peeked out and he said, God, I know you're in this room because my mom told me and she would never lie. But God, if you're here, don't move because if you move, you're going to scare me to death. And that's the way a lot of churches are. You know what I mean? I know he's here. They said He's everywhere. You can't get away. Wherever you make your bed, he's here. We need God to move. And it might get scary to the flesh, to religion. Bring it on. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Bring it on. Bring it on. We don't care. America's going to have to be shaken. We've got to have something way beyond than what the church has given this nation. Something way beyond. Now, I wanted to touch base real quickly, and I've got some points that I want to I pray God will just plant them in your spirit. It's all good news, all right? You're going to leave on cloud nine. I believe we're going to be built up in the, because you're supposed to be built up. Sad when you go to church, you get built down. You know, man, I was feeling a lot better until I went there. We don't want that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I believe that you got to tell the truth. And you remember when Mina was here, Mina Gribbon, and she said, That uh, she'd had this vision of the months of September, October, November, and December. And how God was showing her that the black horse, right? The dollar was going to begin to crash. And she said it was even a recession within a recession. And so nothing dramatic happened in those months. And so many people looked back and they said, she must have been a false prophet. But then if you go back and look... A little bit closer, you'll see that beginning in October, every single economic indicator, everything that man tries to figure, it's all been going the opposite direction from about October. And we've shared a little bit about the Baltic Dry Index. Shirley's been filling me in; she checks every morning. And it's the, it, it somehow uh, talks about the uh, gauges, the shipping around the world. And I shared this with you. Folks, it's way, when I shared it with you before, that was, that was wonderful. It's way below. It's the lowest it's ever been in history. And the shipping is beginning to stand still across the earth. And then we saw that railways are beginning to slow down considerably. It's because it costs more to send something than it is just to keep it in your warehouse. And trucking now this I have to see you know I have to see, because there's so many trucks on the road. it's amazing. But trucking is beginning to slow down. I, I saw where one and they don't talk about this in America, but Citibank this week published a report. It said, we should all fear oil megadon, referring to the, the markets. And it actually said that the markets are in a death spiral And all these things are going on in the earth And you could ignore it And say everything is going to be fine Or you could begin to prepare For the glorious, most glorious time in history Let me tell you Those who said they had faith Are going to get a chance to live by faith Everything God has created, he has tested He's going to test American churches. There will be a great shaking. We already said that. The church in America is going to be shaken, but not the kingdom. You got it? There's a diff- How many of you know there's a difference? A big difference. The kingdom is not going to be shaken, but churches are going to be shaken to the core. I saw stuff this week. I, I can't talk about it right now, but I'm just telling, I'm still digesting it. God, how did, these, how did this get in the churches in America? And some we're very close to. Marketing. I, I'm just, I won't go into a lot of detail, but I'm telling you, we need to be shaken. If, you're, if, if you get shaken in this hour, it's because there's something in you needs to be shaken out. Because we're receiving a kingdom which cannot be. And uh, there will be a great line of demarcation from those. In fact, that stuff's coming. Sheep from the goat, wheat from the tares, just from the unjust, righteous from the wicked. From, Malachi says those who know God from those who don't, those who serve him from those who don't, there's coming a great separation. There's only gonna be two ways here. Remember Jesus said, there's two roads. There's a narrow way that leads, which way? To life, a broad way that leads to destruction. So this is nothing new. Jesus has been preaching this from the beginning. And the the American church, somehow, we started watering it down. We don't even know that God is a God that judges anymore. There's two sides. Listen, God is a God. He's God. He changes not. I, I read where, Rick, if you have not read The Army of the Dawn, Rick's latest book, how many of you read it? All right. That means the rest of you guys didn't read it. You should read it. I'm telling you, read it. Read it. This is why God put us in this family. You should read this book. It's a powerful, timely book. And in it, he says that there are two curses that come upon a nation when it has turned its back from God. One is capricious, or those who are given to change, inconsistent, arrogant, unrighteous leaders. You don't know, you don't know what the second one is? You don't? I'm going to tell you anyway. Because <laughs> it has to do with us. The second one are prophets who speak words to please the people rather than pleasing God. Amen. They tell the people what they want to hear. I'm going to get all this in, but I had a dream two weeks ago. I'm still trying to digest it, so maybe some of you will have an interpretation, but we were, Shirley and I were back in, it looked like Jamaica. Now, that's where we went on our honeymoon. I got to tell you a secret. When I proposed to uh, Shirley, I mean, I was in my thir- early 30s. I was getting a little scared, a little, th- you know what I mean? I thought, man, I don't know. I've been single all this. I don't know about this. I just don't know about this. I've been praying all my life for a wife, and she shows up, and I'm starting to chicken out. <laughs> and I really honestly did, and I thought, wait a minute. I just made a reservation to Jamaica. I get to take a girl to Jamaica legally. I ain't about to back off on this deal, man. Ain't no way. That's what I honestly thought. I thought, this is cool. I'm going, we'll worry about after, after. I'm going to Jamaica with a girl. I'm just telling you. That's just the way I thought about things. Anyway, what do you mean the rest? We had a lot of fun in Jamaica. Oh, you mean to tell them what we did in Jamaica? We rode a motorcycle. That's what we did. We had a lot of fun. and then the rest is never mine. But I just... Was, I finally, She finally sat on the back of my motorcycle. Dream all my life for a pretty girl to be on the back of a motorcycle. It was really cool. I had a good time. She won't do it anymore. But, but I got to show you, you we got to have understanding. Understand. Oh, let me, I forgot to tell you the dream. So in the dream, we're back like we're in Jamaica. And there's this little... Uh, Little bit of land And so I'm We're walking along the beach And she kind of goes out on the land And I'm going to jump in And uh, go on to the other side And I jump in And I get stuck In the water It's too shallow It's much more I should have been a little bit more You know flat And I went straight down And I got stuck And I couldn't move I could not move I could not even move And I I mean it was I was stuck And I was just thinking I hope Shirley sees my feet Above the water And pulls me out of here Because I could not even move what does this mean? What am I stuck in? The night before, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I read this article on the Elijah list that talked about how God's not going to judge America. The economy is, there's no problems with the economy. God's going to protect American economy. All this peace and safety stuff. And almost let it get on me. And then God showed me, if America goes into that peace and safety stuff, you're going to get stuck. You'll get paralyzed. You lose your urgency. You lose your fire. You'll settle back down and think everything is fine. And you'll go back into lukewarmness. We don't have time to go back into lukewarmness. We don't have time to get paralyzed. we got to be mobilized. we got to be ready. If I read the book of Revelation correctly, he said, you tell him I'm coming Quickly. Quickly, we got to be, it's an urgent message. Listen, the world may not end, but you may end. We don't have time to take a vacation. I mean, you can do that, but there has to be this urgency about the hour. You know what I'm talking about? And besides, I don't see all that stuff. God needs to shake the mammon, mammon. When you know one way you could shake mammon, the God of mammon, by a famine. You could, because then you'd know those who'd have faith in God because they'll believe God, and that's what I'm getting to. This is the kind of faith we've got to have, so I don't back off of that. But I've got to show you this. Look in Revelation 17. This will help you and help you explain to people what in the world's going on here. And then I want to go to Ephesians, and there's something really important that I want to plant, and then we'll get off and get ready and see what happens tonight. Now, you know, you guys know we're not such great Panther fans around here. It's just that there's a prophecy about when they win, revival would come. So that's why, we, you know, I mean. You, oh, you are a Panther fan. Forgive me. You're wearing blue. Where's my gold? No. No, no, he ain't winning next year. Now, this year, this is cool. This is great. You mean God likes football. God is God we put him in all these boxes try to be so religious you dare not watch a football game how do you know he's not how do you know I don't know I'm not going there anyway let me state to the subject <laughs> we might have some really anti Panther fans in here and you, they're not anti we're not anti I just believe God and I know even if you know I know we're gonna we'll be just like when Mina spoke we'll look for some great event Monday morning, and if the great event doesn't happen, we'll say, well, that must have been a false prophecy. And I, we don't live there, guys. This is great, way bigger than the stuff. This is bigger than us. All right, Revelation chapter 17. You got to see this because it's going to, you're going to watch it in your newspapers. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. Now let's just try to put that in context real quick. What's going on? Mystery Babylon is being revealed. Now the greatest revelation that is being revealed today is the revelation of Jesus, right? He is, it's the unfolding of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the revelation. It's all about him. But as a part of that revelation, Mystery Babylon is also going to be exposed, revealed but exposed, and in verse five, it talks about mystery Babylon. Verse six, now this is a real exciting one. You may want to underline it and take it home and put it on your refrigerator. I saw the woman, the church, drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus, and when I saw her, I marveled and was greatly amazed, or great amazement. Now we know, we're not going to be shocked. It's happening now. It's not coming Believers are suffering greatly all over the earth. And so we see this beginning to come to pass. Look in verse 12. The 10 horns which you saw are 10 kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour. Say one hour. What does one hour mean? It's, It's a whole bunch less than 24. So that means it ain't gonna last very long. When stuff begins to unfold on the earth, And the devil thinks he's got it made. He has only a short, what? Time. One hour is not 24 hours. Okay, verse 13. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. And I like this next verse. They will make war with the lamb, and the lamb will what? Anyway, we need to shout that a little bit louder, because the lamb will... Overcome them. The Lamb is going to overcome. And we're going to shout it louder in this hour to these forces. And, and for, why is he going to overcome? For he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. And then you can go ahead and read. But look in verse 17 again. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be of one mind, and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. When all this stuff begins to come to pass and this new world order and one world economic system begins to unfold, it's already unfolding. They're talking about a cashless society right now. But you have to understand, this is what God says about it. Number one, God put it in their hearts. God's in charge. It doesn't matter, the confusion, chaos, wars, famines, all this stuff. that that Jesus said was coming. He will never relinquish control. His hand will still be on the throttle. And those that know their God will take great refuge in that, great courage in that. God put it in their heart. He's in control. He is sovereign. Say God is sovereign. Man is not sovereign. The devil is not sovereign. I said before, I don't think the devil is all that we make him out to be. I really don't think he's that great of a, he's not, in fact, what does it say in Isaiah? It said, there'll come a day that will say, you mean that's the one that deceived the nations? How many of you know, remember that? That's the one, this little scrony, this little lying, this is the one that deceived the nations? Are you kidding me? It's because we didn't know God. We didn't know our God. So anyway, he put in the heart. Secondly, his purpose, until his purpose God's purpose. Here's a scripture, Isaiah 14, verse 24. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so it shall come to pass. As I have purposed, so it shall stand. And then he says in verse 27, For the Lord of hosts has purposed. Who will annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? In other words, God's purposes are going to be, it's going to happen. And then the next thing is, until his words of god the words of god are fulfilled say fulfilled what does that tell you that tells you i don't care what the devil has up his sleeves my god reigns my god will overcome them my god rules my hope is in my god he's the only god And uh, I know they say, well, the revelation's not about the Antichrist. It's not, but it's part of the, the revelation of Christ in that Jesus overcomes the Antichrist. It's a great story. How many of you are glad to be alive in this hour? You didn't choose. You didn't choose. God chose you to live in this moment in history. And he's getting you ready. He's been taking you through fire and water, brimstone. I mean, all kinds of stuff to chisel you and to make you the potter making the clay so that you'll be able to stand and be strong and, and be the kind of, I mean, this, it's what we—he's been—it's all the creation's waiting for, the revealing of the sons of God. Amen. Well, let me get on to the subject, and I'm going, I'm going to go fast, but you're going to like this because we're receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Look in Ephesians chapter 3. You've got to see this. Ephesians chapter 3. Hey, Shirley, we should go back to Jamaica. You want to go? I want to go. That was a lot of fun. If I remember right, we kept getting a flat tire on that motorcycle. It was a Jamaican motorcycle. And the tire was, I don't know where the tire was from, but anyway, it kept going flat. And we'd make it a little ways, and then we'd have to stop Fill it up, make it a little way, fill it up. It was a lot of fun. All right, let's go. You guys with me, I'm I'm trying not to be silly. I'm really serious. You you see what I mean? I'm serious. I ain't going to get stuck in some bunch of teaching. That water represented teaching that gets you stuck. You better know those that teach you today. You better know. I'm telling you on the web stream. You better make sure. You better know. If they're marketing themselves or they are marketing Jesus, so you don't have to market Jesus. You don't have to market. You will know the anointing from the other anointing. The anti is the anti, the opposite of the real. You know the real, you won't, the anti will be, uh, it'll be obvious, be automatic. Okay, Ephesians chapter two or chapter three, beginning with verse 13. And um, I got this new fancy Bible It has the, The King James, our new King James, and then the Amplified. I want to read one verse from the Amplified. Verse 13, therefore I ask you that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. But let me read this one also in the Amplified. He said, so I ask you not to lose heart, not to faint or become despondent through fear at what I am suffering in your behalf, but rather glory in it, for it is an honor to you. Paul was concerned the church would lose heart. They would become despondent at his suffering. When I read that and and I understood it, I thought, God, yeah, we don't want to become despondent. We don't want to become fearful that we hear of all the suffering going on around the world, but neither do we want to become calloused. Neither do we want to look at it as some casual. This thing is serious. Real people, real families, real children are being beheaded. The saints of the Most High God are being slaughtered all over the earth. It is a serious thing. God, don't let us lose heart, but don't let us become calloused. There's something about the news. You hear things, and then you begin to overlook it. It becomes the norm. It's not the norm. The persecution going on around the world is a prelude to what's going to go on all over the world because the Bible said it. But God's getting ready to raise up overcomers, to them that overcome. Well, let's go on and read. Verse 14, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now verse 20, now to him who is able to do abundantly, exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is at work within us. Now listen to that verse in the Amplified. Now to him who the action of his power that is the work within us is able him to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far above, far over, all that we dare would ask or think beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Now I hope you, how many of you know that verse by heart? Now, unto him who's able to do abundantly, singly above all I ask, I mean, all we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. I had to memorize that verse because my spiritual mom, when I left New Orleans and we, I went to Mississippi And I was a uh, youth pastor and all And way back God put me by Mrs. Boone and she became My spiritual mom And she had an experience with God That I, they didn't tell me about When I was growing up She would hear God in dreams And she would have visions And she, when she prayed She didn't pray these you know, little whatever prayers She prayed like God heard her prayer And she would pray with me And she would invite me over And we would sit around her coffee table, and she'd tell me about the things that God told her. And she'd say, David, God's going to speak to you this way too. And she told me about this scripture. I knew I'd read it, but she said, and she wrote my name by it. And she began to pray for me. She said, let let this be true in this little guy's life, that he'll know the God that does abundantly, exceedingly, above, beyond all that you could ever ask or think. And to this day, our name is still written in her Bible. She's 90-something years old, lives in Mississippi. She's been hanging on just to pray for me. I'm telling you. I know she is a saint of the most high God. Miss Boone, thank you. I know, I, don't know, I, don't know, I know maybe some people didn't have that privilege. How many of you had a spiritual mom or, or you know, somebody that really mentored you? You didn't know that's what they were doing, but she did. Mentored me, she's the one responsible For messing me up as a good Baptist I told you, she gave me those Those tapes by Jack Taylor Who's coming here In March And uh, it was on how to be filled with the spirit And it messed me all up man. it just ruined it It, For a good, in a good way It set the course But anyway We got to know this kind of God So let me tell you, this is what I saw. This is what God put in my heart. What's God about to do? What's he about to do? I, I'm, you mean to tell you? Are you ready? Things you never heard of, you never even thought about. He's going to do things beyond your wildest expectations. You're going to say, God, I never thought of that. I never dreamed of that. I never imagined that. How do you know that? Because the Bible says that. That's how I know that. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Eye is not seen, nor is ear heard, nor is it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who what? Who loved him. Now I know the rest, but he has revealed them by his spirit that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. But listen to Exodus 34. And he said, behold, verse 10, I make a covenant before all you people. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth nor in any nation. And all the people among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord, for it is an awesome thing that I will do with you, says God. So that's what he's going to do. That's why I'm getting excited. He's going to do stuff I never thought of, I never dreamed of. I never even asked him to do that. What kind of God does that? I know that you, you have not because you ask not. I understand that so we have to ask we are asking we're gonna keep knocking keep seeking keep finding God's gonna blow the doors off of your asking he's gonna do stuff you didn't even ask for cuz he's God he's a big God he's gonna show himself strong to our nation if we have to go through some kind of economic turmoil it'll be in the midst of the economic turmoil my God's greater Than the God of mammon He always has been My trust is not in mammon My trust is in the God who provides all things You better know that You know him as Jehovah Rapha the healer You better know him as Jehovah My provider Our provider And then the next thing he's going to do He's going to do impossible things Impossible How do you know that? Because he said it Matthew, I won't read there. We'll, we'll move on. I'm going to skip through. You can read this later. Matthew chapter 19. Remember where he said, It is harder for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven than for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. Remember that? And that we know. A camel was the largest animal in that part of the world. And so they often would use that as a symbol of something that is absolutely impossible. Impossible. And then you read on into that story and the disciple says, yeah, but how's this gonna happen? This is impossible. And he said, with man, it's impossible, but with God, all things. With God. That's the key, with God. Why is America in trouble? It tried to live without God. When you live without God, you are in trouble. Without, remember the scripture, you are without God and without hope in the world. So that means when you are with God, you are in hope while you're living in this world. And the key in this hour is gonna be there's a people that have God with them. And the people that have God with them are gonna rise up and be all that God's called them to be in this hour. We're gonna do more than just what he did. We're gonna do greater works than he did. Than then than we shall do. I know we hear this all our life. It hasn't happened as much yet because the heat hadn't been turned up. The pressure hadn't been on. When the pressure gets on, you're going to see a people rise up and say, this is the God that I believe in. I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I've committed unto him against that day. There's no pressure. You just go back to being religious. But when there's pressure, the wild men and women rise up. Does that make sense? I'm being a little silly, but you got to be in this hour. Forget all this stuff. We don't need normal stuff. Back in those early days, I asked God, I said, God, don't let me be a normal preacher. Please. And I know he answered my prayer. (laughs) You're in agreement? What's wrong with you? And I, I remember that. With God, listen, just say it. You've got to get it in your spirit. I, I, with, just say this. Say, with God, all things, all things, all things, all things are possible. And I believe in him. Oh, man, I'm telling you. He's going to do, number three, unbelievable things. How do you know that? Because he said it. Habakkuk chapter 1. You can read it later. He said the work he said I'm going to do a work in your days that even if it were told you, you wouldn't believe it. Now you read the context, it's a serious it's serious in that context. But the truth still remains. God will do something that you never you couldn't even believe. I'm not excusing the sin of unbelief. We are to but I'm telling you he's going to go way beyond our belief. Unbelievable. You wouldn't even believe it if I told you. That's why God's not telling you some of the stuff he wants to do because you probably wouldn't believe it. You know what I mean? I don't know how that works. I just know he's going to be on that. I'm glad he's not just depending. I mean, I'm weak. He's strong. I may miss it. God never will miss it. You know what I'm talking about? Unbelievable things. And then unpredictable things. How do you know it? Because he said it. The suddenness. The God whom you seek shall suddenly come, where? To his temple. That's where he's coming first. That's where judgment begins, suddenly. Because the rest of that says, but who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire and a fuller's soap. Remember that? He's a God of the suddenlies. Unpredictable. You know, and you have too. We hear people say, well, you just got God in a box. No. No, you don't have God in a box. You're in the box. You're in the box. You built a box. You got in it. You're not going to get God in a box. He's bigger than any box. Does that make sense? God's not going to, you're not going to limit, oh, I can't wait to, I wish I could, you know, all these people that are planning and scheming, it it is all really going on. You know that, right? We're not, it's, hey, listen, the devil is the God, the prince of this age, the world system that is quickly passing away. Evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse. I wish I could just get them all in a room at one time. You know what I mean? So oh, you guys, you're manipulating the oil markets. You're doing all this stuff. God's given you a little bit of freedom here because you do the deeds of your father. You always do the deeds of your father. But I'm telling you, the deeds of your father will not outdo the deeds of my father. And you're going to have a little time to mess stuff up on planet earth. But let me tell you, our God rules and reigns. The kingdoms is the Lord. The earth belongs to the Lord, my God. Oh, did anybody else see what I'm saying? I don't know if we'll get an audience with that crowd. I don't even know who they are. They always tell us, they, who are they? They're the devil, demons, people filled with Demons the prince of the power of the air that now works in the sons of disobedience. What's new? He's been working in these sons of disobedience from the beginning. They're just going to rev it up at the end. They're revving it up, so we'll rev it up. Oh, I hope you got it. Okay. Unpredictable. And then unexplainable. Unexplainable. How are you going to explain this? What do you... I can just see it now something goes wrong you show up and, and you say wait where's David He's nowhere to be found you I chose you to do great exploits yeah but no you so you 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 wait a minute you mean the same Jesus lives in me that lives in all those other guys yes the same Holy Spirit that lives in me that raised Jesus from the dead yes then you're the one you're the one. And so you pray. And a miracle happens. The water gets purified or something. I don't know. I'm just trying, you know, my imagination here. I'm thinking, what are these things could happen? Something major happens. And then they'll say, what do you attribute the answer, this success to? I don't know. It must be God. God. It's unexplainable. Do you know he's a God of the unexplained? How are you going to explain the stuff he's going to do in this hour? you may try but you're gonna go well god yeah but how god yeah but who did it god why god well then i better know you're god that's all you can talk about how do i know him god <laughs> you know god just call on god hey man turn to him jesus saves listen we have fiery prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers in this crowd. I know that's the five-fold, but some of the five-fold may not be around. I don't know what's all going to happen. Many of the understanding are going to be purified and made white. Things are gonna, all stuff's going to happen. So you've got to you rise up. Be. The man and woman of God called you to be. What are you waiting on? This is it. Don't wait any longer. This is the day. Oh, I wish I could say that with a little more unction. And then God, now this is a good one. You ready? You guys have been so good. Panthers don't even start till 6:30. I'm glad it's not a 9:30 game. I hate that. But listen, undeserved. Now this is a good one. This is a clincher. Because what happens is the devil said, Yeah, but you know what you did? You know, you blew it. You, you, you know what I mean? Does he ever talk to you that way? I mean, the devil is a liar. Who said that? Rocky said he's a liar. He's a father of lies. And all his sons tell lies too. You want to know who the sons of the devil are? They tell lies. You can pick them out, man. You know it. But anyway, I don't know how I got off into that. But the devil's a liar. God's word is true. Now listen to this. Here's a good word. Let me skip on. Deuteronomy chapter nine, undeserved. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. It just came back to me. Is that a sign that you're getting a senior moment or something? It just came, I know what it was. You just, you know, I forgot again. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't forget But the devil comes to you and he says, you blew it. No, first he comes and he says, hey, go ahead and do it. Everybody's doing it. You'll get away with it. Nobody will see you. You've done it before. Did you get away with it then? Then you do it, and what does he do? He comes and says, "Now you've blown it. That's it. That's your last time you are dead meat. You belong to me. It's over. Anybody else hear him like that sometimes? You know what I mean? Don't do. It. I mean, go ahead and do it, and then when you do it, that's it. He is a liar. You don't have to do it. And if you do it, there is forgiveness. Confess your sin. There is mercy, run, if anyone says they don't have sin, they're a liar anyway, and the truth is not in them. So anyway, now I'm getting to Deuteronomy chapter nine. Undeserved, here it is, undeserved. You're thinking, I'm undeserved. Do not think in your heart after the Lord your God has cast them out before you, saying, because of my righteousness the Lord has brought me in to possess this land. But it is because of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord is driving them out from before you. It is not because of your righteousness or the uprightness of your heart that you go in to possess this land but because of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord drives them out and that he may fulfill the word which the Lord swore to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I know we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus but let me tell you God's going to do stuff that even even though we think it's undeserving. His mercies triumph. His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Does anybody agree with me? We ought to get excited because most of us do feel we don't deserve it. Does America deserve a great awakening? Absolutely not. But I'm telling you, our God is merciful. Our God is an awesome God. He's going to have the final word over this nation. There were prayers prayed years and years and years ago. They filled up some bowl in heaven. And God right now, he's telling these angels to go tip those bowls over for, the, for America. I know I'm prepared for whatever. You better be ready. Those trucks slow down. Eventually Walmart's going to slow down. It's just common sense. Have bunches of months of supplies. That's just common sense. It's like insurance. But I'm telling you, I'm looking for God way beyond that. That's one way. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm just telling you, God is awesome, guys. I'm, I'm about to explode. Here's another one. God will do things you never prepared or planned for. Let me tell you that again. God. Now, this is a good one, especially after what I said. God will do things you never prepared are planned for how are you gonna plan for the last day move of God on the earth is your business plan gonna work your market ideas let me tell you you it's not possible to plan I always hear people they say well if God sent a bunch of people here we wouldn't be ready how were they ready in the New Testament 3,000 people showed up. Did they have some ready course for the thousands? They had nothing. you know what they had? Do you know what the early church had, their greatest commodity? Anybody have a plan? The Holy Spirit. Oh, this is when it's going to get good. This is when your plan won't work. This is when you say, I don't know what to do. But, God, you do. How's he going to take care of the masses when they come? We've done a little preparing. We have a group of men that will help park them if they can get here in cars. We got a little food. We can put it out and say, look, guys, it's all we got, man. It's like five. This is it. Okay, God, are you the God that I read about since I was a little boy? He is. Multiply. Lord, help. We bless this bread in Jesus' name. This is what we've been waiting for. This is it. I keep hearing that song. This is it. This is it. Shirley and I were talking about this. She said, You know how we're gonna what you heard was is that God will come just in the nick of time. Just in the nick. We'll be ready just in the nick of time i'm going to be ready because my god is the one who called me equipped me works in me and that's enough oh man do you get it there's a transfer of faith right now i want everybody to get this gift of faith i don't care where you've been what you've been doing what hole you crawled out of let me tell you there's a god that loves you That has a plan for you that has he's living inside of you and he's about to break out of you he's about to break out of this church that's why we need him to come shake it up just shake it up he's already been shaken but we're receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken in we have faith in the unchanging person of Jesus Christ. He is the same. He is the same. The last day church will know that. It's like all of, all of a sudden the word same is going to make sense. Wait. He is the same. He is. He is. That's not just some fancy story. He is the same. Today, yesterday, to yesterday, today. And forever. That's, I'm, I want it. You guys want it? I always, and, I, and this is something else I hear. I hear the Lord saying, ready or not, here I come. Ready or not, here I come. You got all your plans in place? I'm coming. Oh, man. God, how do I release this? How do I release it? I don't know just release it if you want a gift of faith for this hour in history stand up i'm going to pray this is a holy moment people are here they may not be back anymore cuz they're just passing through but i'm telling you god is he's got like a big Whiteboard, and he's writing out things you're going to be doing over the next weeks, months, years of your life. And I can see it, but maybe you should ask the Lord, what is he writing on that whiteboard, okay? Just close your eyes. Just ask him. Lord, what are you writing about my life? What's the calling? Just ask him. Some of you is going to give little glimpses of vision of things you're going to be doing. Just little visions. Little word. Maybe one word. Thank you, Lord. How many of you are seeing something? You're, something, you're hearing or seeing something that God's got for you? Yeah. Others of you, God, flood them right now. Come. Lord, Sometimes we're a little hard to hearing. That's why we have to have ears to hear. So, Lord, open our ears. Okay, that's, that's what, remember when Elijah said to his servant, so I'm just, Lord, open their eyes right now to see the host of heaven about them, to see the handwriting of God, the things of God, the purposes of God, miracles. Some of you, I just saw the Lord showed you you're going to be laying hands on people And they're going to just fly anybody, anybody see that I just saw that Somebody, You're going to lay hands on the sick And they're just going to take off Fly They can't help it But they're going to be healed Anybody, anybody want that Maybe it was a word for me But I'm going, to, I'm going to just pray it all for us Lord We pray for heaven's electricity In the name of Jesus Cancers must die in the name of Jesus. We shall lay hands on the sick, and they will recover in the name of Jesus. We pray for the faith to believe that. Faith, the gift of faith. God, some people are going to literally purify water. So, God, I pray for the faith to purify poison water. That's going to have to frustrate the darkness. They poison water, and the saints come and purify it. God, I pray for those in our nation. Do it, Lord. There's people going to watch. Give them that kind of faith in the name of Jesus. The dead are going to be raised. Now that's what I see. Now I know it's appointed. Man wants to die, and then the judgment. But there's going to be some people. It was not their time. They were stolen. And we're gonna steal them back. Now that's crazy. But Jesus said it, so it's not that crazy. So, Lord, I pray for faith to raise the dead. It's not their time. They shall live and not die and declare them, the works of God. And harvest, I see the harvest. Souls, it's about souls, guys. Souls. We're in a battle for souls. Souls, in the name of Jesus, thousands, thousands. No, millions, millions, millions. I saw thousands down in Mississippi. Millions, 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 in the name of Jesus. Now, we need to take care of that Zika virus. I have my own suspicion of, did you know they had these, they were creating these GMO mosquitoes and they released them exactly where Zika came. I wonder if it had anything to do with it. Oh, brother. Let's just pray. Cover our area, our children, our families from the Zika virus. In the name of Jesus, we as the saints of the Most High God, we say no to the Zika virus. In this region of the country, other people have to take care of their own. But we say no. Over Northwest North Carolina, you will not come near our dwelling. Created or whatever, however it got on the earth, we send it back to the gates of hell, in Jesus' name. This is Goshen, Northwest North Carolina will not get Zika. We played against and it went. I forgot. And we didn't even have to register our chickens. (laughs) That's a long story. (laughs) I wasn't, never mind. Thank you, God. Thank you we get to be real. Thank you we get to be real people. Real people. Oh, missionaries. Missionary. Nations. All right, now listen. Some of you are going to go take a nation. Or at least a part of that nation. I don't know. Might as well be the whole nation. So ask God to, give, to write a nation out for you. Just close your eyes. Think about it. Lord, write it out. Write it out. It'd do a lot better. You tell people what to do. They will do it. We're your sheep and we hear your voice. Nations, in the name of Jesus. Now reach up and grab that nation and say, it is mine. It is mine, that nation. Let's grab America too while we're at it. You, he said, ask of me, and I'll give you the nations. So we're asking of you nations. In the name of Jesus, we declare nations out of this room. We'll be saved. Whew. Now, some of you are thinking, what if gas gets too high again? Oh, you can go further on the anointing than you'll ever go on man's mode of transportation. I'm just planting that seed in you. Some of you are going to end up places. How'd I get here? Well now this is either this is real or this is absolutely like you said. This is what I'm getting. Some of you are going to go places in dreams, and it will be to you almost as a dream, but for the people you are ministering to, it will be real.) <laughs> Can I get in on that, God? <laughs> I'd like to do that. Oh, and this, is, this is serious. This is, not, this is real. If you have unbelief, God bless your soul. I'm just telling you. I just told you. He's going to do unexplainable, undefinable, unbelievable, undeserving. Un- all these things. He will do abundantly, exceedingly, above, beyond you ever ask or think. Now, I want to write that in your heart before we go. Okay, the Word of God. It's the Word of God. And uh, Miss Boone wrote that in her Bible, my name. I'm going to write your name. All right? Somehow in the spirit. But I I want that written. Okay, God, you got to help me. Put your hand on your chest. This is what I say. On your heart. Father, in the name of Jesus... I write upon right now, God, your word, your word. We agree, we receive it, and we write it on the hearts. God, you are the God who will do abundantly, exceedingly, above, beyond, all, all, say all, all that we could ask or we could think according to the power that is at work in us In Jesus' name, so be it. Now say, I agree. agree. It's written. And if it's written, it's going to be done, right? So, Lord, thank you for this day. If anybody's lost, hang around. We want to pray with you. You can't be lost. If you go out that door and you're lost and you don't know Jesus, man, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go out. You need Jesus. You need to be saved. Trust in him. Call on him. How do I do that? Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, call on him. Say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. God, forgive me. I receive you by faith. I believe you are the son of God. You died and rose from the dead. And I'm saved by faith in Jesus' name. And we need a few miracles and then we'll go. Anybody facing some sickness that it's been hard to shake off? Raise your hand. It's been a little hard to shake off some sickness. Right there, okay. In there, yeah, let's just pray. Hey, gather around the people that are raising hands. Raise your hand, so you can get prayed for. Let's gather around them. Raise your hand tall if you wanna get free. Something that's hung on, you can't shake it loose. We're gonna pray, and then we'll go. Just go ahead and pray. Release your faith, the gift of faith over these. There's someone else raising their hands. Somebody, let's grab people. Look around. Pray for each other. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You wanna go? Yes, go ahead. Thank you, Lord. Good, good. He's got a song. He's got a song. He anyway. went. Can I take it about give that testimony about the school? Because it was way far and I
2: never thought or dreamed. About the way I'm walking now. The house. Yeah.
1: Can I do that? Yeah, yes.
2: Hey, I have a quick testimony about uh, Ephesians 3.20 and it's I can't tell you how real it is. Um, Years ago, when I was a school teacher, I would prayer walk my school, uh, and and I would pray, and I would uh, pray for all the children, and I would pray for a harvest of souls out of the school children in my elementary school. I would pray for the staff and all kinds of things, and and I don't want to make this a long testimony, but I did that for several years. Every week, I would pray and ask the Lord for these children and speak prophetically into their destiny. And you know, it says that he's able to do above whatever you can think, whatever you can, to me, whatever you can even dream, hope, or even contemplate in your brain. I was praying for my elementary school. And you know, the end story, what God has done here in Wilkes County, every single school, every elementary, every middle school, every high school now has a Bible club that meets every week on campus. And I spoke to the team leader of my school. And I said, hey, how many children do you have coming to your weekly Bible club? And I thought, man, if you had 20, 25 kids, that's great. You know what she said? She said, there's 74 kids enrolled, 74. And I said, okay. Have any of them gotten saved? Now mind you, these clubs meet on campus, usually in the media library or cafeteria or wherever, but it's on campus after school. And she said, oh yes, there have been salvations. Okay, now do you know how astounding that is? That is, I prayed for my school. I had no idea what God had intended. He wanted all the schools here, not only in Wilkes County, but these clubs are meeting now in the surrounding counties. The ministry is Child Evangelism Fellowship. Pray for them. But God is able to do above and beyond whatever you can think, ask for, hope for, dream. If I can think it, he can do more. That's what I want to tell you. If, If you can think it, he's going to do above. So think big. Think the biggest things you can possibly think. And he's going to do more. Amen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hey, we'll go. You have a song or something? You can sing it, but we're going to go ahead and you can feel free. You want to linger, fellowship, come for prayer. We probably won't have prophetic ministry today because we've gone a little long. We'll do that later. But uh, God bless you guys. And if you want, just, I believe this is God. Just sing. And, but you're welcome. You can stay or go. We love you guys. Be encouraged.